Welcome back to another episode of Friday's Favorite Movies. If this is your first time at Friday's Favorite Movies, uh, just a little uh, catch-up for you. This is one of our sidecasts where we just talk about, believe it or not, as the title suggests, our favorite movies. Duh. <laughs> so these can be anything from comedies to romance to drama, you name it, whatever we like. We're just talking about things usually other than horror in this particular sidecast. So uh, we come at you once a month with a new film. Um, and this month we are going to one of Andrew's favorite films. Yes. And it is a spicy favorite of his. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> and you better get your washing machine running because we're going to be talking about Selena. Selena's. Do you want to tell us all about one of your favorite films of all time? Yeah, so Selena uh, came out in uh, 1997. It is the kind of seen as the breakthrough role for Jennifer Lopez playing uh, Selena. And uh, we get Ed- Edward James Olmos as her uh, father, Abraham. Yes. Uh, we have, you know, a couple other notable casts. But um, Jennifer Lopez is really the like the star of this, oh, obviously. Oh, for sure. Um, and it really pretty much launched her career. I mean, uh, before this, she had a couple of small roles, and um, she was a backup dancer on In Living Color. Yeah, but... <laughs> so she, she didn't have any album out before this. No, really this is... And she sang all the music in this. Wow. Yeah, she... It, that's all her. I actually so. did not realize... I mean, th- th- also, this is my first time watching it, folks. I did not know that part, though. Yeah, she did all the wow, music. that's really cool. Um, and uh, Selena is all about uh, Selena, who grew up in Texas, and it's all about her father and her uh, family all starting a band and kind of coming up through the ranks. Um, and if you don't know anything about Selena, you know, you should definitely take a little history lesson. She was taken from us at the age of 23, uh, and she had already become, and as of 2015, still is the number one Latin American wow. woman singer in history. Wow. Yeah. In history. In history. Oh my God. So just take that for what it's and worth. Only, and only 23. <laughs> and only 23. When she was murdered. Um, she was uh, murdered by her fan club president and uh, Yolanda. The Yolanda Saladar. Sal, 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 I can't say it. Salazar. Sal, Saldivar. 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 Yolanda Saldivar. <laughs> yes. Um, Yolanda is still in prison to this day for the murder of Selena. And, um, yeah. So, and also she's up for parole relatively soon in 2025. Yikes. I did see that. And, um, if you don't know much about like the, the culture around Selena, she is still a cultural icon to this day. And, um, she kind of stays in the hearts of a lot of the younger Latin American, Texas, Mexican heritage. And um, she grew up in Texas and... Tejano. And Tejano, yes. Uh, She first became popular in Mexico, uh, which is interesting because she is Mexican-American. And then she kind of was just starting to transition into American music. She had one English language CD when she was killed. And that she was gonna, she was gonna be huge. So it's just interesting to say, like, what would yeah. happen? There, there really is very clear after watching the film that, like, she was on the cusp. She was really, um, she was. You know, there are just some people that are sort of always going to get on the trajectory that they are supposed to be on, mm-hmm. and she was one of those people. Yep. And um, you know, th- thankfully, you know, her father, who had a lot of disappointment of his own in the right. music industry recognized early that his daughter had a very uh, special talent. She had a talent. And that her voice was very um, unique and needed to be heard. 
Um, and he nurtured her and, and the rest of the family did too, but in the yeah. film, in the film, it's mostly, uh, the, the dad, uh, Abraham. Um, well, and it's and, interesting and he, and he too. Did, he did a great job, but you know, I do wonder if there are some nuances that, that you're thinking about yes. as somebody who's seen this a lot and who knows the story far better than yeah, I Yeah. So the one thing that I will say is, um, and I'm not trying to talk ill will about anybody, no, but, um, absolutely not. I think that Abraham is, um, cast in a much lighter note in the movie than what he was portrayed in in real life. Uh, If you notice, he is the executive producer of the movie. I did not see that. So he may have not shed all of... So do you you know more about about that story? Yeah, I just know that he was really, really hard on the family. Like, really, like, tough. A tough dad. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. I mean, and it does come across, there are some parts in the movie where he finds out that um, Selena and Chris, who is their uh, guitar player, are in a relationship together, and he doesn't approve of that because she's only 20. Right. And um, he has a moment where he... I mean, Edward G. almost is, like, an amazing actor. And he goes... He goes off, and that's where I think it shows kind of maybe more of how he was, yeah. but didn't... I think they had to include it, but he didn't want it to be seen as only that. He's, he's a lot softer in this film than, exactly. maybe, than maybe he should be. Yeah, But the, the one thing that was interesting about this movie is kind of showing the family struggle, because what you don't know about uh, Selena and her family is that they went through a lot before she became famous. Yeah, I mean, course. he was a doo-wop singer in a barbershop quartet. The Dinos. Yeah, who um, they didn't make it because at the time in the 50s... Mexican Americans were not seen in the best sure. light. Right. While things have not changed, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he didn't make it. And so when he saw, you know, that the talent that Selena had, they wanted to do a, a rock band with his kids. But um, at the same time, they started a Mexican restaurant, and that failed. Yeah. And so it was a lot of disappointment for him in his yeah. life. And I can see why he would be so hard. You know what I mean? Like, sure. that's, I mean, he's only looking out for like the strength of his family. Yeah. I, and, I, I do think though that the mom sort of gets like, um, she doesn't really get necessarily her due there yeah. because she, th- there's a great, she's scene the voice it. of reason. She is the voice of reason, but you know, she's also just a mom. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's sort of like the thing, like, you know, there are no like great parents. They're just parents. Right. Like, you know, you're not a good parent because you did something. You're just a parent. Well, and in the movie, and, you see that her, her only dream it's was just to give to, the kids a good life. Yeah, and to just have a little house in a nice neighborhood. Right. And, That's all and, she wanted. You know, the the scene where uh, he comes in to tell her that she that he that he quit his job at, and the, she goes, at the chemical and, plant. Yeah, and she's busy in the kitchen, she's doing this, she's doing that, and she's in the kitchen and she she's she doesn't really freak she doesn't freak out at all in the movie really, but like you know, I wish that they had given her maybe just a little bit more there because yeah. like, you know, she she was trying to keep it all together so well. And to have your husband come in and just go, hey, I quit my job. Well, it, it's a, it's that classic it's like, thing uh, of like, uh, he's the dreamer and yeah. she's the realist. Right. And they're trying to balance that yeah. while also trying to give their kids opportunity in a life. Sure. So it is interesting. Um, I think one thing I really did want to bring up in the movie yeah. is that uh, there, there's a scene between her brother, her dad, and Selena in the car. Yeah. And he's talking about how hard it is to be a Mexican-American. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And he says to her, we have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans, and we have to be more American than the Americans. Sure. We have to know Oprah and Christina. We have oh, to, my like, God, that's perfect. It's, it's, it's a weird balance that I don't think, unless you are in that situation, you understand. Yeah, sure. Because... Right. You know, they they go to these concerts where they are afraid to take Selena to Mexico because their Spanish is not very good. Right. And they're like, oh, they're going to tear you apart. Like, yeah. it's like, we can't just love each other. We well, have to like... 
know it's, what, it's, that's it's, what I mean? It's sort of what's talked about in in the the African American community often. Yeah, is that, is that you have to be twice as good, right? You know, you, you can't just be good. You have to be twice as good as any white person because that's that's the only way that you don't even just get ahead. You just like stay baseline. Yeah, and um, I think it's a lot of thing that that those are things that that white Americans of European descent basically like don't have to worry about. Yeah. So, you know, it is, I think really interesting to watch films like this that are about a very different experience. And in this case, the, um, the, the Latino Latina experience in America and to see what that's like, Mm -hmm. because it, it is very different than the one that you and I have had. Well, yeah. And he does say in that same speech, like, you know, Japanese Americans, German Americans, they don't have to worry about their country being, right there sure their country's halfway across the world yeah when your country's right there and you have to show up for both yeah it's that's a lot different that's a very complex thing a lot of great musical numbers in this movie oh totally uh yes. j-lo i mean some of her acting in like the more dramatic scenes are definitely like lifetime-esque oh, for sure. you know what i mean but um we get in her all her glory of her booty days like oh, this is yeah. when her <laughs> when she had that booty that washing uh, machine yeah <laughs> and uh some of my favorite scenes, uh, I love the scene where they're in, um, at the very beginning, where they're in the um, Tejano bar, yeah. and uh, they're trying to do their doo-wop, and the one woman's just like, we want to dance! I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And then, of course, it comes back later, Tejano's want to dance! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, You gotta keep the beat up! But the other favorite, one of my other favorites is where they um, take the bus to get refueled, and they go in the ditch, and yeah. the guys stop, and they're like... <laughs> the bumper. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, it's, it is Selena! And they don't they they keep calling her Salinas. Yeah, anything for Salinas. Anything like, for Salinas. <laughs> I'm gonna put this bumper up in my garage. Yeah. This bumper was pulled off of the bus of Salinas. <laughs> yes. It's cute. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I think it's a it's a lovely film that has a tragic ending. Yeah. Um. You know, I I do wonder what you think as somebody who's seen this a lot about um the culture of like pushing kids in, in show yeah. business. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you feel about that when you think about this film? So I think that, I mean, obviously it had the outcome that it did. They did yeah. make it, but, uh, I don't know. There's a weird balance that you have to run. Sure. And I, I think that they do to a certain extent at the beginning where he's like, you know, I want 15 minutes of real playing yeah. and then you can go outside and play. Right. So I think there's like a, there's a structure to it that yeah. I appreciate that, sure. you know, he, he wants them to, it's kind of selfish because he has his own hopes and dreams as far yeah, as that, he, uh, that, that he's playing out yeah. through his children. But it's also, he gives, you know, this is something that family can do together. This is something that keeps them off the street. This and is he's something not, that he's like, not wrong about right. those things. Yes. Yeah. And you I mean, know, I, I, I guess I do wish, you know, speaking about this now with you, of course, yeah. like, I do wish that maybe I knew a little bit more about the real, real story. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, like you said, and even just discovering now with you that he is the executive producer of mm-hmm. the film, I, I honestly did not know that. Um, so I, I, I wonder what we're not hearing. Yeah. And I also wonder, too, like, and maybe you know, did Selena leave behind any, like, writing or anything else besides her music? A lot of, well, she was a designer, too. Okay. A clothing designer. So a lot of uh, designs of that that still get made to this day. Okay. I mean, she is still a commodity. Yeah. And in, in the Latin American culture. Like, mm. she... I mean, I think I just read an article the other day that they were coming out with like a collector's edition, like cup series. Like oh it's, you God. know what I mean? It's, yeah, sure. It's not it's anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and I think that's because she was such a star. I mean, she won her first Grammy at 20 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, she's still the hottest selling record artist. Like it, it, 
She, it's she a very almost, interesting story. She almost achieves like sainthood status, exactly in, in a way. Yeah, um, especially for for a culture that is you know fairly religious. And I think some of that too is because of the way she was taken away. And, and I mean, she she was martyred. Yeah, she was martyred in a lot of ways. And and you know one of the one of the best scenes of the film too, I think, is when she I can't remember exactly when this happens, but um, they're at like a fair, I think, mm-hmm. and they're, she's performing outside. Um, and like one kid gets on the stage yeah. and then, and then a bunch of kids get on the stage and she says to the security officer, no, yeah, let yeah, them yeah, stay. Yeah. And I, I thought that, oh, was... you mean the scene with the bustier? That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think it was particularly well done mm-hmm. and, and whoever the director was, you know, even back in 97 was very smart to focus on the faces of the children, mm-hmm. um, because they are obviously like Mexican American children or Mexican children. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure. Um, but these are children, um, that are just like her looking up, looking up at her and experiencing that. And so, you know, in a movie that could be sort of brushed off by a lot of people as just like, you know, a biopic about, you know, some right. that got killed. It actually does become a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do learn about how Selena really is a flashpoint for the Mexican American community and how her very being, her very essence is important to um, thinking about their own culture mm-hmm. in the context of America. And I think another thing that this director did a really good job with is that he took actual footage of her. Yeah. And really... That was well done. um, Made the scenes duplicative of that footage so that it was a real portrayal. Like um, the... Trying to remember some of the some of the dance scenes, yeah. uh, some of the the fashion show, like that was all stuff that was real. Why do you think that they didn't portray the murder? Why didn't we see oh. that? Do you think maybe because at the time the details of what In really, yeah, of what really happened were still sketchy? Oh, fair enough. I didn't, um, I didn't think about because that. I mean, what you don't know is what really happened because. Yeah. Everything that happened between Yolanda and Selena uh, when she was killed all happened between just them two. Mm-hmm. They were the only two there. And up until very recently, um, Yolanda wouldn't talk about it. She Jesus. kind of denied that it even happened, uh, even as she sat in prison. There was, uh, I went down a wormhole when I saw that. I saw this sure. movie when it came out on VHS when I was a kid, had no idea who Selena was. Didn't even know that she died at the end. So yeah. watching that, I was like, you were well, probably devastated. Thanks a lot. <laughs> at the end, my God. I even I teared up again last night. I can't help it yeah, with this movie, sure. but um, it's just it's just I I wish we'd. It would just be interesting to see like where her career would have taken her. Yeah, but um, because she only had one, she had one chance to for an English language album and just those songs and the and the two songs that she's known for in America, you know, bitty, bitty, uh, bum, bum. well, those are the more Mexican the Mexican songs, oh, okay, the Latin sure, American sure. songs that she's famous for. But um, dreaming, uh, uh, dreaming of you, okay, um, and then I could fall in love. Yeah, those are two songs that we still hear on Light sure. FM stations to this she, day. She would have had a huge career, and it's and it really is. Um, I mean, the, there there are different things that we can talk about at the film, of course. Yeah. Um, that are that are tragic, but the main tragedy, of course, is that. Yeah. And like, it's it really is a mind boggling thing that like the president of the fan club is the one who killed her. Yep. It's just it's it's a it's a, I mean I I knew that she died. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Yolanda like the details. Her. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really know the details. Well, and did and you so, know that um, shortly after she was killed, George W. Bush uh, oh. announced her birthday as like National like Selena Day. Oh, really? Like, yeah, in Texas. Well, so. he, he did that right. Good, <laughs> good for you, W. It just shows that she had a, a further reach than yeah. most. 
Yeah, sure. You know? Well, yeah. and I, you know, and I'm, listen, I've, I've been to Texas once, actually with you in Houston mm-hmm. when we were going and to, that was to Honduras and we were barely <laughs> there. So I know very little about Texas. Yeah. I, I know it's a very big place and I know that it's, um, you know, not necessarily my cup of tea, but, um, <laughs> you know, I imagine that for Tejanos there, like she, like we said before, she really must approach sainthood status. Yeah, she represents. And she something. must mean so much to people, well, and I and I understand that because you know we have our own people. The way that I look up to Harvey Milk and his martyrdom, the right. way I look up to a number of different LGBT icons that have been taken from us way too early. Well, and you see Same that kind of thing. You see that when they go to Mexico to do her first like big yeah. um, show at the, I, th- I I I don't think it's a fair. I think it's just like an outdoor concert. Okay, but yeah. um, like a festival. Yeah, kind of they were. They say right in the movie, um, we were expecting ten thousand. There are at least a hundred thousand people here. <gasps> oh my god! So they had to call in extra police force. Um, there were injuries because people are trying to uh, crowd the stage. Hundred thousand people in one place. <laughs> you know what I hope is that um, I hope that there's another Selena. No one can ever replace yeah. her, but I hope that there's another. Especially given, to, I mean, look, we're a show that talks about politics. Too. Yeah. Um, especially given today's world that we today's country that we live in right now, where immigration and everything else is just an absolute disaster. Yeah. I hope we get another Selena, yeah. that, or somebody that's inspired by her that that looks at music as a way to 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 not really talk about the issues, but mm-hmm. to help people feel hope yeah. again. I hope that that happens. I really do. I mean, that's, like, a, that's like coming from my heart right now. I'm honestly, like, in a way, I mean, in a, in a small way, Jennifer Lopez has kind of done that. Yeah, oh, even, though, even though, even though she's enough. maybe, she's maybe not the most point. like political person, but yeah. I mean, look at the trajectory of her crazy career. Okay, now forgive my ignorance here. Yeah. Is Jennifer Lopez also Mexican? I know she grew up in the Bronx. I wonder if our producer panel might know anything about that. I know that he's very smart (laughs) um, and he usually brings us little treats and stuff. Um, So this might be something that he can research for us, but I'm wondering if that is the case. Cause I thought she may be Puerto Rican, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. And like I said to our producer panel earlier, I am not equating all Latin American people (laughs) to make that very clear. Um, I don't know. I wonder. Um, but but Jennifer Lopez has done a great job. I mean, of look course, at look at look at her more. career. She started as a backup dancer on a late night TV show, comedy show, on Fox, and then she had Selena, and then she went on to do other movies, and then she had yeah. albums after album right. after album, right. and now she's like global superstar right. you know it's it's kind and, of crazy and by the way our producer just let us know that jennifer lopez is indeed puerto rican okay so yeah. just so that we know that now that that makes any difference i'm just saying it is it uh, is crazy it though interesting when to, you see, see if that was when you case. see uh pictures of selena and then kind of her of they jennifer look, lopez they look very it's very it's, it's very good casting yeah yeah great casting and i mean and yeah i mean honestly who was the casting agent that did that, did that? i don't know because and that's like it's something that we don't always talk about or think about, but casting is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and like it has such power to to literally launch the careers of 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 anybody, really. Yeah. And like you know, would Jennifer Lopez would J Lo be J Lo if she had never been Selena? I don't know. You know, that's a you know it's interesting. You, you, can, you can argue either way, but I would say probably not. You know, like that gave her a boost that 
maybe she would have never gotten if she had not said yes to this. Yeah. And if an agent hadn't been like, ah, actually, what about this Jennifer Lopez? I think she's pretty good. <laughs> this J-Lo person. Yeah, right? Like, that's just, it's something incredible to think about. And, you know, we're a show that talks about movies all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's another thing to think about when you're thinking about a movie holistically. There are so many parts that come into play to collaborate, to make one to make one um, just thing. cohesive thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's just something to remember as you watch films, that there are so many craftsmen and not just uh, actors and directors. Are you listening to me, the Academy? Um, <laughs> because, you know, there are people that design costumes yep. that should be awarded on television, by the way. And there are people that, you know, do cinematography whose awards should be on television. You know, these are all important things. And casting directors are also very important, too. Mm-hmm. So. Hats off to you people. You can cast me and Andrew and whatever you like. (laughs) Um, We're we're open. Right. And, you know, all that I am asking per episode of any television show is a measly million dollars. (laughs) I don't think it's that much. Um, Another big reason I wanted to pick this movie for, specifically for the month of March, it is the uh, 29th anniversary of Selena's death. Oh, wow. Yeah, she died on March 31st of 1995. So it's almost 30 years. Isn't that crazy? So then next year she would have been, what, 54, 53? She was born in 71. So uh, uh, can't. <laughs> I can't do math right me, now. Me can't do math <laughs> no. at all. Um, you said that she was 23, right? Yes. So she would be 53 then, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. So something like that. There's probably somebody out there going, no, I have a calculator. You're wrong. <laughs> Shut up. Um, well, we, you can get it back to us on Twitter. We're at Friday 13. We, <laughs> right. We, we very well might be. But in the meantime, she would be in her 50s. Yeah. Um, and, and if you think about the career that she would have had, would have just been incredible. well. And if you think about similar uh, people, similar people that had a, a similar career trajectory, like Gloria Estefan. Good point. Uh, she, I mean, look what Gloria Estefan is now. She has a Broadway musical all about her life. And like, you, you know, you saw it on. Your I saw feet, on your feet. You? Yeah. How did you like? it? I loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Gloria that's, Estefan that's one fan. That I'm too, sad so. I missed that one. It's it's really good. Yeah, I mean, I, if I you if it. you like that music, and if you don't know much about her life as well, yeah. Um, it's good. I yeah, I'm, it. I'm sad I missed that. I'm sad I also missed the Donna Summer musical. I didn't see that one. Um, I didn't which, see the Cher one either. <laughs> yeah, Cher, the Cher one I've heard from a lot of people is not all that great, mm. um, which is probably why we're not hearing all that much about it anymore, yeah. really, for the most part. And honestly, the Donna Summer one we're barely hearing about either. So yeah, but um, so Selena is weird because I thought for sure this had to have been streaming somewhere. It's not. It's not. I I rented it, and you know I did too. But I was just like. I've literally seen this movie on TBS on repeat. You know, for the, like the twenty other thing years too. That that is that is the curse that you and I both have yeah. is that we'll talk about a movie and I'll rent it, and then like the next month, of course, it'll be on there. It's free, so yeah. I can guarantee you, next month, Selena's going to be free everywhere. I'm going to be like, well. Well, and did Great. you, and just to capitalize on some of that news, yeah. did you also hear that Netflix has picked up Selena for a TV show? Oh, shit. That's going to be huge. Well, so. What's great about that, then, is Netflix, I think, has done a really great job with all of their their programming, really, to be a little grittier mm-hmm. anymore and to be a little more like in-depth and honest. So I bet... We'll see. I'm hoping my fingers are crossed, knowing what I know now from you, that it might be a little truer to the real story of Selena mm-hmm. um, and about what... You know, well, I, 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 sh- I guess I should qualify that. Like, this isn't the fake story of it's the cinematic story the cinematic story right and we'll maybe learn a little bit more about the dad and the relationships and and all of those kind of things that would be very interesting to to know about i also want to know more about that bitch yolanda Mm. and what the 
fuck she was doing because if you, honestly that is that is some fucked up shit if you want you can look up on youtube just just uh google her name with barbara walters yeah. and there's a, a there very with them? yeah it's a very oh, interesting fuck. special that ran i want to say like mid 2000s wow. between her and barbara walters that was uh pretty or her and diane sawyer i can't Damn. remember one of those two you know one of the ones that make you cry so and it's it's pretty uh down and dirty and it's pretty sad. Listen, all your Yolandas stay <laughs> out my life. Well, and it's funny for the longest time after seeing this movie, anytime I saw that actress pop up anywhere, yeah. I would just be like, Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I couldn't see her in any I other way. Give me the money and I'll go buy the ring. <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving you shit. Like, right. Are you, are you oh, fucking kidding me? Please? I love that part where she's like, oh, it's a ring with an egg. <laughs> Oh, thank you, yeah. Yolanda. You've done oh very God. well for us. It, it, she right. does. I mean, I will say that I, I'm I'm blanking on that actress's name right now, yeah. but she does a really good job of playing kind of that snake in the grass that you don't even realize that is uh, taking advantage. Yeah, it, it it honestly was believable to me that that uh, Selena looked at Yolanda and thought, "Oh, she's just a good person. Like, yeah. There's no way that she could do any of that stuff." That was honestly believable to me. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, and little did she know she was skimming some money off the top and then ended up killing her, which is horrible. It's insane. But uh so yeah, that's um Selena. Uh her name is Lupe Antivaros, but yeah, and she she's been in a ton of stuff. I see her pop up all the time. Um but oh, and can we also say that Edward James Almos um from Battlestar Galactica, thank mm-hmm. you very much, Admiral Adama. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> One of my favorites of all time. Thank you. All right. Um, so we had a little snafu last month where uh, I gave my podcast instead of you giving one because you had just and, and, literally forgotten, which yeah, is well, totally and, fine. And just but. a reminder, like Andrew and Michael had just come back from vacation. I had just had my very first week at, a, at my new job that I, and I hadn't worked for like four months before. So I had jello brain. It's totally fine. Anyway. But anyway, does that brings us to podcast corner? Yeah. So podcast corner is when we, um, lift up, um, an independent podcast mm-hmm. and we just talk about how cool they are and we play their promo. Um, so this month we are talking about a podcast called boobies and newbies. It is spelled boobies <laughs> ampersand newbies and newbies is spelled N O O B I S. So it's boobies, but with an N on mm-hmm. the front. Yeah, we get so, it. So <laughs> once again, boobies and newbies. Boobies and newbies is um, a podcast from our friend Kelly. Um, she has a great uh, concept, and it's basically taking novice romance novel readers, um, having them read a romance novel, and then going on her show, and she just asks them a bunch of questions about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, I mean, we're talking like the trashy ones. Yeah, we're like, talking about like, what, what's who's the blonde, can't believe it's not butter, Oh, oh um, Fabio. Fabio. Like, like those yeah. kind like, of romance Like Fabio novel. kind of shit. And so, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, Kelly's been really cool to interact with on social media for Definitely. us. We hope we meet her in person one day. Um, Kelly, when you're in Chicago, let us know. Um, and that goes for all of you, too. When you're in Chicago, let us know. Um, but uh, we like boobies and newbies. And we think that you should also like boobies, <laughs> ampersand, newbies. Remember, that's newbies spelled like boobies, but with an N. You'll never forget this because I could be, not be any more annoying yes. right now. Right, let's Let's play their promo. Hey, everybody. This is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving fairy tale romances of the Highlands 
Who cares about up against the wall by the fruit <laughs> trees? Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy SEALs. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Booby Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. And stay tuned for our upcoming holiday series, The 12 Days of Boobsmas. Now that was a great promo. It was. Thank you, Kelly, for, the, <laughs> for those boobies and newbies. You just love that name, don't you? Well, you know, I don't mind. I, I mean, you know... I don't mind saying boobies and newbies. <laughs> Clearly. Bo- boobies, newbies, newbies, boobies. It's like a tongue twister yeah, kind of thing. So, sure. Kelly, have me on for a tongue twister on one episode, just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? She'll have you read a book. Anyways, go listen to Boobies and Newbies. They are on all the major podcast platforms that you're listening to. Um, so, check them out. Subscribe. Um, subscribe to all of your favorite podcasts. You should do that. Subscribe specifically to Indie Podcasts. Let me tell you why. Because we have um, a little bit of a steeper climb, a steeper hill to climb than other podcasts that are mm-hmm. produced by big companies like Gimlet or Slate. Those are wonderful podcasts out there. Don't get me wrong. I listen to a lot of them. But independent podcasts like us really do spend a lot of time in our own homes or we even pay studios for their time. Um, we think we have some great content out there. We hope you feel the same way. All that we need from you is a follow, a mention on whatever social media you're on, and then a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Specifically, if you can, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Amen, brother. That really helps us out, and it helps out people like like Kelly, too, with her podcast. We really believe in independent podcasting because it helps us engage with people like you who are just normal human beings, just like me and Andrew. Mm-hmm. So please uh, do us a favor. Go listen to, to Kelly, but then also rate and review us if you could as well. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this Friday's Favorite Movies. We'll be back next month with Maddie's pick. Ooh, I wonder what, what it will be. I don't really know yet. You haven't picked? I'll figure it uh, yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, cool. All right, we'll see you. Get Bye. slayed. Bye. <laughs>